behind me and he hits me. Yeah. Now, is William at fault or am I at fault because I stopped? Oh, well, now we're talking. Now we've got different facts. You've changed the facts completely. I know. It. All right. So, I did that on purpose. Yeah. How sharp you were. So I think uh, <laughs> uh, now, that you, now that's going to be a question. Normally, when you hit somebody from behind, about 99% of the time, you're at fault. You're at fault because you hit somebody behind. But if you stopped, you were driving, and you stopped and let, let somebody out. In the middle of 72. Yeah, you'd probably be at fault. Because you came to a stop in the yeah. middle of the road. And he, okay. and he didn't reasonably expect that. Let me, let me give you another twist of this. I'm, I'm at 72 going east. Yeah. You're coming out of Catfish Inn or yeah. Catfish Cabin. Yeah. Okay. I let you out. You go across and, and, and a car nut in the, next in the next lane bings you. Now, am I at fault for letting you get out? No, you wouldn't be ever be at fault for letting him get out. Now, the car. There's, there's case law on that. So the car gets hit coming from the car that hits them is coming which way? Well, they're right. they're, they're going they're, east. They're or going west? from west to east, but they're in the second. I'm in the right hand lane. They're in the left. Oh, the yeah. person that pulled out will be at fault then still. Yeah, even though I let them out. Even though you let them out, you won't be at fault at all. It'll be the person that pulled out would be at fault, even if the person that was coming east in that second hand lane was going 90 miles an hour. It'd still be that person's fault. Person that pulled out. The person that pulled out. Okay. Y'all are sharp. Very sharp. Are you talking about like a tack? Sharp like a tack? Sharp like a tack. Sharp as a tack. <laughs> 232-2310, Bill and Williams number. They're on the east side of the square. Matthew's Law. They're here with us every Wednesday between 930 and 10. They're always online at athens Thank y'all. Thank you. Have a great week. Matthews Law is your local hometown law firm serving Athens and surrounding areas. There's no need to go out of town for legal help and advice. Bill and William Matthews will meet with you right here in Athens face-to-face. On matters of divorce, wills, trusts, probates, closing, personal injury, and other legal matters, you can trust Bill and William Matthews. Call Matthews Law today at 256-232-2310 or visit them online at athens-lawyer.com or stop by their office at 117 South Marion Street in downtown Athens on the east side of the Athens Square. No representation is made that the quality legal services provided are greater than the quality legal services provided by other attorneys. From the Tennessee Valley. WKAC Athens. This is AP News. I'm Rita Foley. For millions of Americans, the July 4th holiday has been a time of celebration, but there have been mass shootings in places across the nation. Just this morning, nine people were shot and wounded in Washington, D.C. No one under arrest yet. The gunman who killed 23 people at an El Paso, Texas Walmart nearly four years ago will be sentenced today. 24-year-old Patrick Crucius is expected to be sentenced to multiple life terms after he pleaded guilty to federal hate crime and weapons charges in one of the deadliest mass shootings in U.S. history. Investigators say about 20 minutes before Crucius opened fire on Walmart shoppers with an AK-47 style rifle on August 3, 2019, he posted 
posted a document online that said his attack was, quote, in response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas, end quote. I'm Donna Water. The Biden administration's discussions with social media companies are being limited by a federal judge. U.S. District Judge Terry Doty of Louisiana has prohibited several federal agencies and officials of the Biden administration from working with social media companies on protected speech. The injunction comes in response to a lawsuit brought by attorneys general in Louisiana and Missouri. It alleges the U.S. overstepped in its efforts to persuade social media companies to address postings on vaccines that could result in vaccine hesitancy during the COVID-19 pandemic or postings that could affect elections. A White House official says the administration's efforts sought to promote responsible actions to protect public health, safety, and security. I'm Ben Thomas. The U.S. Navy responded to distress signals this morning after Iran tried to seize two oil tankers near the Strait of Hormuz. The Iranian vessels then backed off. Ukraine and Russia accusing each other of planning to attack a nuclear power plant in Ukraine. This is AP News. Vietnam is banning the new Barbie movie. Barbie was supposed to premiere in Vietnam July 21st. Hi, Barbie! Hi, Ken! Barbie is supposed to be a comedic look at the perfect world of Barbie and Ken. But there is a scene in the movie with a map that shows disputed Chinese territorial claims in the South China Sea. China's nine-dash line is a tense subject for China and its neighbors. It extends Beijing's territorial claims far into waters that fall within areas claimed by Vietnam and other countries. In 2019, Vietnam ordered showings of Abominable canceled after moviegoers complained about a scene showing the nine-dash line. I'm Ed Donahue. Iowa's Joshua Mogul has won the Key Lime Pie Eating Championship in Key West, Florida, where Key Lime Pie originated. You can't use your hands, so he went face first into that big pie with whipped cream. I'm Rita Foley, AP News. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you know that these days, generating growth is a challenge. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll not just stay ahead of the curve, you'll move it. With access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023 Bank of America N.A. Had enough of those little flies in your kitchen? I did. That's why I got Zevo. I just plug in the trap, insert a cartridge, and let the light do all the work. Zevo traps use blue and UV light to attract and trap flying insects with no odor, no mess, and no stress. Stop swatting and ditch the DIY traps. With Zevo, getting rid of bugs is as easy as click, click, blue. Zevo, people friendly, bug deadly. WKAC. Wednesdays, we have throughout your mid to late morning hours and into the afternoon. Temperatures will be steadily heating back up with highs topping right back near normal for this time of year. Upper 80s, low 90s. We also will be tracking the threat for strong to severe storms as we head through your evening hours. Main threats include gusty winds, hail, frequent lightning, and also very heavy rainfall at times. For areas that see repeated heavy rainfall rates, expect some areas of localized flash flooding. Not everyone will see rain, but just keep that umbrella handy to be on the safe side. Storms will start winding down and losing intensity after sunset will likely stay mainly dry overnight. I'm WAFF 48 meteorologist Chelsea Aaron and that's your forecast on WKAC.
Friday. It's 10.07, and it's Wednesday, and Colin Daly's here, and Colin has a guest for a change. I brought the sheriff with me today. We're, I got the sheriff with me today. I can't believe you're actually going to share time with somebody. <laughs> hey, I'm going to let him talk all he wants to. He can tell us what all's going on. All right. So tell us what's happening down to the county commission office. Well, you know, it's normal business. I'll um, run through what we got quick. Um, you know, we had a commission meeting Monday, as always, like we do coming here. Um, had a um, few new hires, like always. We're always hiring. Uh, we, um, sheriff's-wise, we got two new investigators we put on staffing plan. It's much needed as the county's growing. Um, you know, and people don't realize as the county grows, we have to grow departments, so every department's growing. Um, so if you know anybody looking for a deputy's job or an investigator's job, the sheriff would be glad to take applications on those jobs. Um, just normal things. We, we're trying to make it as, you know, the city done this here while back. We're applying for some grants. We're trying to be a zero fatality county. Um, so we're, uh, you know, we're working through that, trying to get some grants for intersection improvements and stuff. Um, we've actually been working on intersection improvement out on a McCulley Mill Road and stuff. So that was um, working with that. Um, just normal, normal kind of run of the mill business. We're, we're right in the middle of budget hearings. We started budget hearings Monday. We'll do them again next week. Um, we'll, we do had a few come in for the work session, and then we'll have them come in at 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock that afternoon. So if anybody wants to welcome to come by to the budget hearings that we're having, they're open to the public. Um, I know the ones we've done this week was we've done a – well, Terry Richardson came by. You know, she does the farmer's market in Mathis Main Street. No, and Terry does an awesome job with that. If you haven't been down to what she's done around us, I know the sheriff was out with us. We was all out to singing on the square after on Friday. and. It is just, uh, you know, she's done so much for the tourism society around town, and um, Terry does an awesome job. So she came and done her request, um, learned to read. A lady came in with learned to read. You know, and it's amazing, you know, how many different languages they are learning. And, you know, it's a really good program. Learn to read really helps out a lot, with, um, especially with, you know, people trying to learn how to, you know, new languages. Um, and then we had, the, you know, normal department budget meetings come in at 1 to 3. and. Um, probate came in and you know elections um, if you're a poll worker you know law passed this year to where they're given a I believe it's $50 raise per poll worker so I know the poll workers just used to just make $100 and the county gave them 50 so nowadays it'll be $200 per poll working day you know we're trying to entice people to do that you know because it's about a 14 or 16 hour day and plus you have to do training and also you know if you're interested in being a poll worker get with a probate judge on that or bond um, uh, um, I, I, my mind's going blank. Um, uh, anyways, up at the probate office, uh, Bobby, Bobby Robbie, Bailey. My Robbie mind went blank. Bailey. I was I want to call. I was, I was trying to think of it there for a talking, but anyway, she uh, sound like Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. But anyways, he uh, get up there and talk, meet with them because the training will be coming up, and um, you know we will have a special election this time for. School taxes. You know, there is a school tax out there that has to be redone every 20 years, and it's coming up. Um, they want to do it on a special election, so it will be a sp uh, sometime the city and the county and all has to get together when it'll be done. But that's what so this is for the city or the county. It's a it's the school tax all the way across. You know, there is a school tax so everybody, out everybody yeah, every vote. school. Yeah, every, yeah, it'll be a it'll be a statewide election, but the county will handle it here, and you know it, it affects all school systems in the county. So. Right. That's City of Athens, City of Decatur. You know, say so you got a few in here, but Madison City and Huntsville City, and everybody will, everybody will vote on this tax because it's a federal, it's a statewide tax, but it'll be done on a special election time. It has to be redone, I think, every 20 years. I believe is the number on it. So, 
And um, outside of that, just normal, um, you know, commissioners, you know, they're all out doing a normal thing. Um, and I would ask for prayers today for Commissioner Salmon. He starts his chemo, tr chemo treatment today, this morning at Clearfield Cancer Center. He's um, been battling with cancer and he's done real well with it, but today's his first treatment. So yeah. everybody keep him in your prayers. And But that's normally what we got going on. Um, I'm not going to take up any more. We well, now let me ask you before we get off over here on the sheriff, CSX is doing work on railroads. Mm -hmm. Now, are they working on. What to, do you know what they're working on today? Which railroads they're working uh, on? Today? I hadn't heard yet. They, I think they put a list out this morning. Did they put it out? Yeah, I'll let share. But speaking of CSX, why the sheriff's looking that up? He'll Google it. He's my, we got Ken over here usually Googling. We got the sheriff Googling today. We got all kind of Googlers today. Yeah, don't we? we just been Googling. We be Googling. But anyways, now the CSX. Speaking of that, um, we got a uh, the Mooresville Road crossing of the railroad tracks. That railroad was track was um, qualifies for a safer zone. So they're going to do some studies on that and all. The one up next to Ardmore in District 1, so they may be going to put cross arms or new lighting or something up, but that is one of the ones that the state has recognized for their grant program to make it a safer crossing. So so how long is this CSX thing going to take place? Do you know? I think it's about 10 days, I think, is what I was told. I'm, it's several days. Yeah, I, I think it's 10 days total, I think, that what they're thinking. So. Ten working days, so about you know the. But I mean that may be two days this week and two days next week and five one day and yeah. Tim's coming in early today. He must he he must he's he's in here early today. Well, he had work to do. He's got he's got a younger with him. He's he's got he's got a boss with him. I got him. I see you had a picture of you and your boss. I did yesterday. Yeah, I mean I, I'm sure that I'm sure that you was just really upset about having to be the boss with yeah, you, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Did so y'all have a good fourth? Yeah, we did. We went over to my son's house and. Uh, they cooked uh, pork chops and baked potatoes, and my daughter brought a some kind of a pie, a strawberry something. I don't know. And I seen you made homemade rolls I did. I made and homemade uh, made rolls. us some cinnamon rolls for today. I, I believe he buys his sister Schubert's in a box and brings them in here, though. I believe that's what it is. No, I'm trying to get you to make some yourself. So I've got it. Hey, yeah, I didn't. You, I was. I got to reading the recipe, and I said potato flakes. That's right. And so I had to get me some potato flakes. I was. Yeah. So um, I did. I was reading through this, and my wife said, "You're gonna have twenty-five dollars in this batch of rolls. Be careful." And I said, and "I said." So I bought the purity buttermilk. She said, "She said, why did you buy the, the cheap boy buttermilk?" I said, "I don't know." Yeah, you bought the good buttermilk. That's butter, good butter, butter. Yeah. All right, Sheriff, your turn. What's up? And had you up in a while. I know it. It's been, I guess, a little over a year now since yeah, I've been yeah. on the radio. I think so. we got we got you up right after you were in office, and I don't, you know, we just get busy, and you get busy, and things happen it does we have been very busy this summer so uh but the chairman had said something to me when i was in his office a couple of weeks ago about coming out and i put it on the calendar and made sure i kept the space open there so yes sir so how did you how did you guys make out with the fourth of july any anything bad happen any, any accidents that pretty much everybody behaved? it was pretty quiet i know there was um i think there was a boat emergency i think it wasn't even an emergency really just a boat broke down with several people on it but i believe the rescue squad uh, took care of that and other than that you know, we I think the only thing we had reported was a burglary. Yeah. So it was pretty quiet for the fourth of July. We were very thankful for that. Yeah. So. so what's going on with the sheriff's department? I know Colin said you're hiring new people. We are. We actually have corrections officer spots open. Um I've, we've got two investigator spots. The county commission has been working with us tremendously on dealing with the growth. So um those will probably be promoted in house. We're still taking in interest from in-house uh, that'll open up more patrol positions so we have those posted also so trying to fill those positions and and deal with the growth and make sure we have the right manpower and stuff and working with the county commission through that i know we've got the 
we've got two two spots in the jail that were never finished uh, they've worked with us to get those finished that's going to help bring some more beds because through the summertime we stay right at max capacity what is max um, so we can house 316 that's perfect world so um that's the perfect number of males perfect number of females perfect number of people that qualify to be out on work release or a trustee and then usually around 280 though you're full so we were 287 this morning um with the keep aways and certain people can't house be housed with other people you know you just have that but with this it's going to add about 45 beds i believe is what the total number is once we get it done and taking some of our single man cells and making them dual purpose or dual um person cells so that there two can be there if we need be that's going to help out tremendously how many, how many people do you put in a cell just one person to a cell so some cells yeah you have we have different pods so okay. each pod has a different number amount it really depends on how many beds are in there so we have some that are max um cells and they will hold one person per unit and the others have two and then we have some we have a whole pod uh essentially that it's kind of like a dorm room in college it's right. got bunk beds all the way around those are for some of your people who aren't really a threat they're just kind of there um they get along well with everybody and it kind of works as a graduation system. You come in, you start here, <laughs> you get rewarded for good behavior, you start moving in where you have a little bit more um, leniency in what's going on, and yeah. you can be around more people and not isolated from everybody. Gotcha. So, What do you consider to be the, the number one problem in Limestone County? Number one as far problem. as law enforcement goes? What gives you the most trouble? As far as crime? Yeah. Thefts. Things. I mean, the drugs, it, it, drugs would be number one. I would say drugs is number one. They, because, they're the ones that push the thefts. Yeah, and, and this is not statistics or anything else like that, but about 98% of your crime is a result of narcotics abuse or use. Someone's trying to fund their, their habit. They're doing something crazy because of the, the drugs that they're on. It all stems from there. And then you have some, you have your domestic things that, that aren't usually, uh, or that can be either or. It could just be domestic relations is just terrible or somebody's using drugs or something so of course they're they're angry or they're acting or doing things out of out of their normal behavior but the majority of it is drug related so i would say that would be our number one issue so how do we correct this problem what, what do we do I, mean, you know. I get asked that a lot yeah and how, what are we going to do um it's not just a limestone county problem it's a nationwide problem it's a world problem um my answer what what it is is just Jesus. I mean, I really, I truly believe that that we got to get back to Christianity, back right. to Jesus, and right. these people um, need to start seeking Him. That's that's the ultimate healer. How we do that from the sheriff's aspect is we just get out there and we start getting active and we stay hard on crime. You know, I've always been in narcotics. I, most of my career was in narcotics, so I have a firm belief that you can make a difference um, by pulling drugs off the street, whether it's a, a gram or three or four kilos. Um, right. That's just that much that's not going on the street. So that's where we go at. We just attack the narcotics dealers. Do you see being in Limestone County 65 here, 565 there, do you, you think you're seeing more drugs here than what you might see if you were, say, somewhere else where, where you were not as... You know, I mean, 65 is, you know, from wherever all the way down to the coast. And, yeah. you know, you just drop it off and, you know, that's it. Obviously, with the interstate running right through here, that's a corridor. That's right. not meaning more drugs are coming in our county than any other county. You know, I meet with all 67 sheriffs at least two or three times a year. We all have the same problem. It's It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't, if you have an interstate or not, it's going to get to your community. It doesn't matter if you're 100 miles from the interstate, you're going to. You're going to have narcotics. When you look at Limestone County, Limestone County is uh, in a great place. Uh, you know, you're sitting 
uh, where we are. We're close to Huntsville. We've got the interstate. We've got the river. You know, but just this is just a, to me, it's a fantastic place. If somebody was going to do business, sell up business, I mean, why would you not set it up in Limestone County? Oh, I agree. You know, uh, but at the same time, uh, and, and it's a fairly rich county because of you know where we're situated. You know, people make good money and all. The, the statistics prove, or or not, maybe that they, they haven't done the study on this, that counties or areas that are richer are less prone to drugs. No, like I said, it doesn't discriminate. So, it's in every community. You could go to Bel Air or wherever, you're still going to have narcotics. Right. Um, you know, it's 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 non-discriminate. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're rich or if you're poor, what it right. is. It's human nature. Human nature seeks out these things for whatever reason it is, and so it's everywhere. It, it's yeah. not more prominent in any area than another one, really. Okay. You know, in talking about the, you know, getting in front of things and all, you know, one of the things, you know, like, you know, I've always, you know, like our sheriff's office is really well at this, is, you know, our school resource officer program. You know, those school resource officers, a lot of times, you know, kids growing up, you know, we, we you know, you know, you go around these schools and all, a lot of these schools look at, you know, like, I know Pentagrass has dealt much, you know, they call him Mr. Pickles, you know what I mean? And, you know, and a lot of the kids, you know, they can find and talk with him and they build a relationship. You know, a lot of, I think, what we, you know, it's like with anything else, you know, it's like with, you know, we're starting a recycling program back, you know, you've got to, you, you know, you educate people into these programs. And that's just like with drug addiction and all this, you know, I mean, I'm fortunate I grew up in a, you know, my loving family, you know, my, my, you know, I was, my, which my dad was in law enforcement, you know, I was always, but, you know, there's people, I have people in my family that are hooked on drugs, just like, you know, everybody does. It's, it's no, you don't have to look, you don't have to look far in your family to find it. And the sad thing is, um, you know, the addiction, when they get hooked on it, you know, it destroys their lives, you know, and it, you know, you can see, you know, I see the people that were so much and go to, you know, go down, you know, but, you know, and, and I was always scared to try a lot of drugs, you know, because first of all, you know, I mean, you know, they always say if you tried it one time, you know, you, but, uh, you know, the reason that, and I hate to say, I'm not going to call the gentleman's name because he's passed away, but when I was a kid growing up, um, my grandfather was a big farmer and it was a guy that farmed some and he got hooked on cocaine and, you know, I remember my granddaddy asking him one day and said, um, and I, hey, I'm going to mess around and say his name, and I'm, I'm going to try not to, but, you know, he asked him, he said, uh, he said, why did you do it? He said, well, in 1979, I went to Florida on a trip and a bunch of us, and I tried this, and he said, Ned, I've been chasing this high the rest of my life. You know, and the thing is, and my granddaddy asked him, and I remember my granddaddy looking at him, and uh, and I was standing there, and I was a kid, uh, 10, 11 years old, you know, about the size of Bennett. And I remember my granddaddy asking him, says, well, did you ever find it again? He said, I've been chasing it ever since. He said, I'm going to get there again one day. Mm-hmm. But he said, I ain't made it yet. And he said, and he said, you spent everything you've owned trying to get there again. And you've lost everything you've had, you know, your family and everything. He said, no, but he said, well, maybe one of these days I will. But he was honest about it, you know. And, and I sit there, and I, as a kid, that impacted me because I said, you know, I mean, you know, I watched, you know, you know, and I said, well, if he tried it that once, he was that hooked on it, you know. And, and I think that, and that's like with these school resource officers, I think that, you know, they educate people and tell people, you know, it's like the sheriff, you know, sheriff goes around the school, and he does an awesome job at this, you know, have the other superheroes and things like this, you know. If you go around to a child that's been an issue to where they've had a family that's they've raised in a situation like that, and you tell that child it's another life, it's another this, it's a, you know, you know, to, to, to teach this child to be something different. If you can change one person, you know, that's like you know people talk about how much we spend on this or how much we spend on that, but that's like the school resource officers. If we keep one kid out of each school out of jail off the drug situation, 
you know, it takes us, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars a year to house an inmate if he stays with us all year long. So I mean, his salary is almost saved by us saving an inmate. You know, I mean, so you're you're trading off into the future. You're hoping to educate people to where that person will tell somebody, somebody else, somebody else, and next thing you know is we've changed thirty or forty children's life or or forty or fifty kids' life, and then we, our workforce development. That's, that's, that helps us with workforce development because you've got to be clean to have a job most times. So, you know. It's all an educational situation, and like you said about the good Lord, you know, I get up every morning and put my faith in the good Lord, you know, that we're going to be where we're at every day, and, and, and like I said, schools, I think at a young age, you've got to start this instilling in a young age that there's different choices, there's different, I knew the D.A.R.E. program used to be real big at it. We still do D.A.R.E.? Is that we don't do D.A.R.E., we do a, a similar aspect, so all my SROs every single year, uh, I have them come in and they prepare two different programs that they're supposed to do for each semester and they run them through me and my chief and we make sure they're there but it's usually drug education and it's other education and then I also personally go to each school at least once I try to get in there twice a year and speak with the children I try to get into the schools as much as possible just to be visible and even if it's not there to talk to them and some big thing like he was talking about we encourage and I, I push for my officers to do is to get involved with the community. We try to be at all the community events, whether it's as a patrol officer or just there participating as a uh, as a citizen, and to build these relationships. You know, I tell them get out in, those, in the, the many subdivisions that we have. If they see some kids out playing or some people out working in the garden, I get out, introduce themselves, take part in those different kind of things. I myself got out. Um, I've, I've been covering some patrol shifts here and there. I try to get out with my guys just so I know what they're dealing with. One day, some kids were out racing in the road. I pulled up that thought they were going to be in trouble, which is what people think when the cops show up. Right. Well, then I asked them which one was the fastest who was winning, and we raced. So it's kind of – it helps instill that relationship before there's an emergency. They don't always associate the police with, okay, they only come when something's wrong. So um, racing in cars or on foot? On foot, on foot, not in cars, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> and, and he beat me. No but, wonder you know. patrol cars broke down. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we really do work very, very hard to get out in the community and build a relationship outside of the emergency um, call or the emergency need, and that goes a long way. We've had kids as far back as when I was on patrol that would latch on to us at the tractor uh, the tractor pool, one mm -hmm. of them, and different individuals, and now I go into the work-ready classes that the county's doing, and I talk to them a couple times a year, and we've hired multiple kids right out of high school. I say they're kids. They're adults now, but, you know, they're, they're 18, 19 years old coming out of high school, and they're establishing careers with us in law enforcement because of the relationships and the mentoring and things that have happened through their years of school, and uh, that's encouraging. You know, they get out there. They get started in a career at 18, 19 years old, 25 years, one of the best uh, retirements you can have but probably the best yeah, it is the best but we work real hard to do that and you know we're there they know we're there if they need anything and like he said some of these kids don't have that relationship um right. outside of school or outside of what it is so it gives them something to hope in and the, the hope is you'd want to save every kid or maybe lead every kid in the right direction i know that's not possible but for everyone you do that's that's a win in my book you know i heard somebody say one time that uh, parents uh, you know, they, they, they'll say, you, you better behave. They'll take you over to that police officer, you know. It drives me crazy. And, and they say, that's the worst thing you can do is to make the, the kids scared of a cop. Scared yeah. of a cop. Vilify them. There's a, yeah. yeah, there's a number of things. You, you make them scared of it, but then you also make them think that that's the appropriate action if you're in trouble, that you're supposed to be in jail. Well, yeah. it's not. You're supposed to get time out or something like that when you're doing other things. You're not supposed to wind up, do something to the point that you yeah. wind up in jail. So uh, there's there's people out there that believe that, you know, it's it's – an accepted thing to be in jail now where it used to be embarrassing or you didn't want to be in jail they just and and they 
base it some on what you just said. They just assume, okay, I do this, I'm going to be in jail, and that's what's what's. Um, you know, talking about that, that's you know, that's a you know, that's not only with the jail. You know, I mean, we we live in a society nowadays where it's not a lot of shame. Yeah. You know, that's sad, you know, but it is, you know, I mean, you know, used to when I was, you know, growing up, you know, it was, you get, you know, people were ashamed of things. I mean, and a lot of that is, and that goes back to the Bible side of things live, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, you know, you're supposed to, you know, you're supposed to be ashamed of some of these things and, you know, they're not, I mean, you know, it's like I said, you know, well, if I go to jail nowadays, well, I go to jail, you know, I mean, it's, used to, you know, if you went to jail, you know, people would say, man, you got put in jail, you know, I mean, it's just, I mean. Someone told me something once when I was growing up. Said, don't ever do anything that you wouldn't want your grandmother to read about on the front page of the paper the yeah. next day. And I've always held on to that. And it's kind of like that ain't, like you said, it's, there's it's, no shame. No shame to it. Yeah, I mean, and um, you know, and not only that, you know, the law enforcement, you know, that's like these school resources and all. You know, I mean, even with the deputies and even with the county government, I mean, I don't care which, you know, I, I tell everybody, you know, I, I got into it with a, with a CRS. Um, with a, one of our insurance person, one you know, for a claim we had one time from Joe Moss, he was a dog catcher and he had stopped helping somebody on the side of the road and he had failed. You know, I mean, it hurts me or something, you know. And this CRS officer, you know, she called me and she, um, you know, adjuster, and she was telling me, she said, she said, are you not upset that this that that wasn't his? You know, he wasn't a deputy. Why was he out there? And I said, ma'am, I said, I'll tell you what. I said, he's in a vehicle that looks like a sheriff's office vehicle. He's a county employee. I said, I don't care if he was a road crew or or what he'd done for the county. I would have been more upset if he wouldn't have stopped and helped the lady than I would that he got hurt helping the lady. Yeah. You know, that's like, I mean, that's one thing I'm really thankful for with with all of our county employees. You know, we, it takes a team. we got about 300 all the way around, and we all work every day for the citizens of Limestone County, and I don't want anybody to forget that that's who you work for. You know, you don't, I don't care if you're the garbage man or you're the county engineer or you're the county attorney or, or the administrator or the sheriff's or whoever you work for, we are the citizens we represent limestone county and that's who we work for and that's who we you know we work hard every day for those people and I, i'm thankful that we have a team that works for every citizen of this county well let's take a break we here. gotta take a break we're gonna you know took all my time so yeah. we gotta take a break we're, <laughs> we're gonna take a break catch some news and weather we'll be back in a minute First, we gave you online streaming. Next, there were our phone apps. Then came Alexa and Google. Now WKAC gives you Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Use your existing smartphone apps to safely stay in touch and focused while you're driving. Calling, messaging, navigation, listening to your favorite music, and more. All hands-free in compatible vehicles. Just go to WKAC1080.com for details. Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. More ways to keep you connected from 1080 WKAC. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Proper ventilation of gas appliances are essential for safety. So make sure your gas furnace and water heaters are vented to the outside of the building. Also check your flue pipe and chimney for blockage. Should you be unsure about proper ventilation, call Athens Gas Department at 232-1440. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by the Athens Gas Department. Keeping the city of Athens informed. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. 
A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. When your clothing needs to be professionally dry cleaned, take it to Classic Cleaners, now with three locations to serve you. Your clothes will be kept looking as good as new with their professional dry cleaning and laundry service. Classic Cleaners also offer same-day service Tuesday through Saturday. If your clothing has a tough stain, in most cases, Classic Cleaners can remove it without a trace. Bring your drapes, curtains, bedspreads, and comforters to Classic Cleaners. Classic Cleaners also offers wedding gown preservation and leather cleaning. Classic Cleaners, now with three locations. Locations. Highway 72 East in Lindsay Lane, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. 600 South Jefferson Street, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Highway 72 West in Killen, open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Fresh, delicious variety. That's the Jiffy Food Store number two difference. Jiffy Food Store number two on Highway 31 loves fresh and premium natural ingredients. Jiffy number two slices all their meats and cheeses daily. Salads and sandwiches are prepared fresh. Their very own in-house chef, Don, slow cooks their pork for eight hours, then delivers a Texas-style pulled pork sandwich you have to try to believe. Jiffy number two has the usual convenience store items and your favorite made-from-scratch breakfast biscuits and sandwiches, along with fried and barbecued chicken, chicken tenders, livers, wings, JoJo's, and a host of fresh-made sandwiches, salads, and desserts. Stop by for lunch and try their pintos and cornbread. And during the cold weather months, don't forget to try their fresh homemade stews and soups. Jiffy Food Store number 2, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. Hey, slow down, buddy. This ain't Talladega. And that race car driver's number on your back window, you ain't him. Truth is, just 10 miles over the speed limit and your chances of killing someone are four times higher. So forget the number on your window and memorize the one on that orange prison jumpsuit. Stop speeding before speeding stops you. Drive safe, Alabama. A message from your Alabama Department of Transportation. A man is dead after a South Alabama shooting. This is YHN News. I'm Scott Chambers. Baldwin County deputies say a man is charged in the shooting death of his brother after an argument escalated. According to a release from the Baldwin County Sheriff's Office, officers responded to a shots fired call on Monday night around 9.40 p.m. on Fort Morgan Road. Deputies found Jason Estabrook unresponsive in the front yard of a residence, suffering from gunshot wounds. The victim's brother, James Estabrook, was arrested and charged with murder. Alabama's metropolitan areas are ranked among the lowest in the nation for unemployment for the month of May. For the third consecutive month, the Birmingham-Hoover metro area was ranked the lowest in the nation in unemployment. Alabama's state unemployment rate in May remained at a record low 2.2%. A well-known tourist attraction is no more. A Jackson Lake Island prop house seen in the movie Big Fish erupted in flames after a lightning strike on Sunday. The house was one of the prop structures created by director Tim Burton for the 2004 film Big Fish, which was set in the fictional town of Spectre. The Millbrook Fire Department responded to the incident, but the structure was a total loss. The entire planet sweltered to the unofficial hottest day in human record-keeping on July 3rd. This according to University of Maine scientists at the Climate Reanalyzer Project. High temperature records were surpassed in cities across the U.S. from Medford, Oregon to Tampa, Florida. They've all been hovering at all-time highs. Experts say human-caused climate change is likely an upward escalator for global temperatures. 
For more Alabama stories, go to yellowhammernews.com. I'm Scott Chambers. You are listening to YHN News. 256 Today is smart news for smart people. 256today.com is the place for the latest news on business, government, education, and community in North Alabama. 256today.com is a dedicated local team reporting the news that impacts your daily life. We live here, we work here, and we play here. Join us at 256today.com. We are smart news for smart people like you. Hi, it's Matt Wilson from the Living Life on Purpose podcast, inviting you to join us as we listen to inspired stories from guests who live a life of purpose. It's encouragement for our daily lives from those who have faced adversity, overcome struggle, and how faith has played a role. The Living Life on Purpose podcast, encouragement for a purpose-driven life. Living Life on Purpose podcast with Matt Wilson, available now on all major podcast platforms. WKAC Wednesday weather. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. I hope y'all enjoyed your 4th of July holiday. Expect much of the same story weather-wise throughout the rest of your Wednesday. Mild and muggy start to your day with temperatures ranging in the low and mid-70s. Can't roll out an isolated shower or stray storm for that commute, but most of us will be mainly dry. Better chances for widely scattered storms will be arriving likely by your afternoon, and these will continue into portions of your evening hours. Not everyone will be seeing rain, but I highly recommend staying weather alert because these storms will have the capability of becoming either strong or severe. Main threats will be damaging wind gusts, hail, frequent lightning, and also very heavy downpours. I'm WAFF 48 meteorologist Chelsea Aaron, and that's your forecast on WKC. Weather, a service of Flanagan Heating and Air, serving limestone in Madison counties for over 20 years. Your needs and preferences combined with the proper focus on safety, efficiency, and reliability is their priority. Free quotes on new equipment, free second opinions on catastrophic failures, always open for service and repair calls. Call Flanagan Heating and Air, 256-321-0781. Weather, a service of First State Bank in Athens. Stop by and see Athens City President Ray Neeson staff for all your financial needs, including Internet banking. First State Bank, Highway 72, directly across from Bojangles. First State Bank, member FDIC, and equal housing. From the Tennessee Valley. WKAC Athens. All right, we're back. 1037, and it's... uh, Fox Daddy is doing like Jerry Clower. He's letting his zeals run ahead of his knowledge on that advertising. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. So, anyway. So, let's let's get back to uh, uh, things that are going on uh, as far as... uh, the uh, sheriff and the county commission goes and, and the things that are happening county's growing big time it is say. um one of the things we got coming up and the sheriff's been a big help in all this and the sheriff's department um then the, the rodeo arena we got the tractor show coming up the first weekend of august i know the i'm which i've been a member of the tractor club all my life you know but we've moved it from out piney chapel to the sheriff's arena this year and i know that they've been a big help in um they help with the special needs rodeo and other thing. Help with the parking at the rodeo. Um, and you know, even the, you know the, the that group is just a good group of salt of the earth people, and um, it'll be good for the community, and I think it'll be good for the area. So we'll have a little tractor parade around town and stuff in that time frame. So uh, 
Um, I want to thank the sheriff for welcoming them out there, you know, which I mean, I went and met with them when, when we went through all this, but I think that's a, you know, that, that rodeo arena is used for a lot of things. Um, you know, and uh, you know, I know it's been a great thing to this county. And one of the things we're fishing to do is we're going to buy some uh, vehicles, you know, for the sheriff. And I mean, you know, he'll buy some. He's got some discretionary money that comes from the rodeo. And the, so people always ask in the community what that all goes for, and it goes for training and um, and helps with buying vehicles. It's a really, really big help to the community what's raised out there. And I want to. Thank that, and you know, like I said, the rodeo rain out there, well, it's used for a lot of things. I know it's uh, it's more like a fairgrounds than it is a road. It's, it's, they use it for training for the pistols and all this. They have a shooting range out there, so I want to thank the sheriff for that. Um, I know that's coming up. We'll talk about it in the next show too. And and like I said, I mean, I want to thank the sheriff for coming in with me today. You know, I've asked him to come in, and uh, you know, he come in here. I want him, you know, to kind of give an overview of what's going on in the county. Um, so, I, so I'm going to yield to him and let him talk some more. Let's talk about the rodeo. How did we do this year with rodeo? We did great. Um, the numbers are still coming in. We're still paying out some invoices to make sure we have what they are, and then we're going to release it to the to the office. But it worked out great. And like you said, the the Tractors Association came out, and they were huge help um getting par cars parked helping with our special needs rodeo we had over 700 uh kids signed up for the special needs rodeo really? we actually call it um the exceptional yeah, needs rodeo yeah, ex exceptional needs i always call it special needs, yeah but it's, it, that's uh, what it was for years we changed the exceptional needs but it was it was a huge turnout that you know we were concerned on saturday because of the rain right um saturday's usually our largest night this time friday was but they were splitting hairs on numbers uh, i think we've had just right at 2500 people each night it would have been a lot bigger if the rain didn't come in but right. but it was wet it was muddy uh, I think the people had fun. Everybody got a little bit of the arena mud to take home with them. It, it was a good time for sure. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think. This is how many how many years? 41 was this year. 41. Yes, we used to go out there years ago, and we did a, a live broadcast. And uh, we'd, we'd broadcast about, about like a couple hours before the rodeo actually started, you know. We'd go in like at 4, and we'd do from 4 to 6 or 4 to 8 or 6 to 8 or something. I don't, I don't remember now exactly. And of all those years that we were there, I can only recall one, and of course it could have been more because my memory's not near as good as it used to be, that we had to postpone the rodeo to another night, and we were out there on a Saturday, and it started raining, and it rained, and oh, honey, did it rain. I mean, you know, it, it was a flood, so we moved it, or they, I say we did, they moved it to Sunday afternoon, and uh, but that's the only time, and I don't remember... I don't ever remember one being canceled. Have they ever? Has it ever been canceled? No, sir. I believe the only time that they didn't have the rodeo was through the the COVID thing. But yeah. I do. I remember the night that they moved it Sunday. I actually worked at the sheriff's department back then, and they yeah. had to move it. And I think the result of that, they just ended up deciding that for now on they were having it rain or shine. Right. You know, people show up. As yeah. People. That was the number one question I got when I when I got the spot. Hey, is the rodeo going to happen? Well, absolutely. You know, it's it's a big deal. Well, last year. We were able to take money and buy all of our corrections officers' protection vests. They've right. never had those, and with the the growing issues that you have inside the community or the county jails, um, they were very thankful. Now, for do that. all your officers wear body cameras? All of our patrol officers wear oh, body oh, cameras, yeah. and then the supervisors in the jail all have cameras. If there's the, they'll put it on. They have it on them, and they turn it on if there's a situation that they're responding to, so they're there. I think it's Axon or Axon. Axon. Yeah, Axon. Yeah. I knew we'd done it. We have a we have an actual agreement the county does yeah. with a with a um, body cam group to it's, furnish that. Axon is Taser. That's right. there. So when, whenever you associate, and that's the majority of the um, 
Do you see that that's a big uh, advantage to having those cameras? Has it cut down on things? I don't think it cuts down on things. I, I think it cuts down on accusations because we're able to nip it in, in the tail faster. We're able. People have made accusations against our officers, and we pull the body camera up, and we immediately know that's not true. So I think the officers have learned to love them. Where they were afraid of them before, right. they've learned that this is an asset, and it's a tool in their, in their um, toolbox that they get to, hey, there's no more of these accusations because now people know it's all on video and when they do come in it clears it out real quick so you know one of the things that i would love to see us go to and i know that you know as a, it's going to take time to do this with all departments now you know i'm a firm believer in the dash cam on vehicles and stuff so said, do you, you have know, dash cams we, we don't have dash we don't cameras. but um well you know the with our new garbage truck system and all they they've got this what they call third eye system on them and um the guy that sold us on it we went watch we went to um over to fort Payne to the how garbage truck and the guy that don't you know they came in and gave us a he said hey this here's an option that comes with it he said you make your own option i'm not going to sell you on it but it'll sell itself at all but he said that the, there was a i believe it was in charlotte north carolina i believe they don't hold me to the name of the town no, but they had 41 um but i'm pretty sure it was in north i'm pretty sure it was charlotte but it had 41 you know traffic insurance claims that they had paid out with their garbage trucks they went to this third-eyed system and it went to seven and the reason for it was they had the same amount of claims next year but would people would they go to court they'd get like people you know the lawyer in here and they'd show them the video well they had one video the funny video was was a guy got rear-ended in the garbage truck and it was a man and a woman in a car you know they had the camera on it well they didn't know they had a camera on it until you know of course you know the woman hit the garbage truck and they get a little attorney and all well they get to the deposition or whatever they pull the camera out they said the guy just gets up walks out he just walks out goes gets in the car and his wife's still sitting in there you know and it's, it ain't good you know and when he played the video he was actually driving and when he hit the garbage truck they swapped drivers and it showed it on the camera he was drinking a bud light beer and he had it turned up and then when he hit the garbage truck it was like he just slung it all over him and anyways they jumped swapped seats real quick and him sitting over the pastor seat and uh, so anyway she's the one who filed the, the report that she was the one driving and uh, of course they they rested her for falsified and he done got in the car and he done took off you know of course they go they could have got they had a video evidence they could have got it for dui you know but i do think that as the county grows and i'm mean, especially with every department paving we had we had a lady out on moorville road ran through a barricade i mean it was a plumb big barricade plumb across the road i mean she just took it with her you know i mean but you know, I think that, it, you know, especially like it's paint striping and things like that, I think that it's vital that the county looks at, you know, cameras on everything, you know, as far as the protection. It's not only, and it's not to find what my guys or your guys or whoever's doing wrong, it's more the protection because it's a whole lot easier. You know, we'll have people that come in and claim this and claim that. Well, you know, if you if you had that video, well, hang on a minute, we might not have done that. That might not have been exactly the <laughs> well, way you know, it was. Well, a lot of times, in defense of some people, they th they it, it's kind of the heated deal, and, and maybe they think that well, this is what happened, and they and, do, and uh, they're not doing it. Some, uh, some of them are intentional. They sure. do. We we've had people call and file complaints about the way my officer talked to them or something like that, and then I'll, I'll bring them in and I'll say, hey, I want you to sit down and watch this, and they go. Wait, they didn't. They, I took that completely out of context. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, and it, it's what you said. It's the heat of the moment. Sometimes things aren't real clear to them. I, I don't think. In, well, some people will intentionally do it, but a lot of times it is just a misunderstanding when they come from it, and it just depends on the circumstances that may lead up to that. Can we go take a break? Am I seeing that right? Well, we got one break. I mean, I can just knock it out okay. now, or knock I, it out in five minutes. Yeah, that's okay. Minutes. That's okay. I just I don't, I don't get behind. 
Well, we don't want to, we don't want to forget these sponsors. The sponsors right. are see today we got what would you say we got a full quarter's worth today? I, I used to do about two cents worth show. We got a quarter's worth today. We got we got the sheriff with us though. So. so as as the county grows, you obviously got to you got to do things like put cams in the cars, and then of course you've got to buy more. Uh, Body cams for the officers, and you've got uniforms. I and mean, we're, we're talking about a, a big cars, you know, vehicles, whatever they're driving, whether it's cars or SUVs. Now, y'all driving mostly SUVs now? Yes, sir. Almost everything's an SUV, and, and you still have to have those because of rural parts of the county, and they don't make the Crown Vicks anymore. The Crown Vicks would go anywhere, and yeah. you know, they quit making those. Does so. anybody, does any American? Car no ma- sedan cars, hardly no. at all made. I think Dodge, they don't, they're still making the Charger, right? They still have the Dodge Charger, yes, That's sir. what the state troopers are running. Yes, sir. And uh, I've, I've talked with the state about that. And, uh, and you can buy a Charger a little cheaper than you can buy an SUV. But I talked with um, I've talked with several state, you know, I talked with the you know department head stuff and just several troopers and all. They've had terrible service out of them. They have. And I mean, you know, you know, it it doesn't matter. You know, it's like your best employee is no good if it's not there. Well, it don't matter how cheap the car is or if the budget's better. If if it if it's not don't work for you, it don't work. You know, I mean, we've had good luck out of the. We've had really good success out of the Tahoe system. We have got some Ford, we got some Explorers, and we got some Durangos and things like that. But you know, overall, as far as the the Tahoe itself has held up really you well. When the state used to drive those Javelins, yeah, yeah. and that was a bad car. That thing looked mean on the road too, boy. Yeah, you well, know. I, I know it. I don't know if it was fast and caught everybody or not, but it looked bad going down the road. And the Mustang, they drove the Mustang for a while, I think. You know? Yeah, and um, I think, you know, over the years, you know, you've seen troopers drive a little bit of anything. You know, they used to take some time they had impound vehicles, and, they you know, did. if they want them and yeah. didn't paint them, I've seen them driving a Corvette a time or two, I think. Well, you know, the troopers, when they went to Mustangs, Dad had a friend that they, the ones that didn't get wrecked, they got rid of real quick because they were so light. If the interstate was a little bit wet and you got in a chase, you could hang it up. I mean, it's just it's all over the place. You know, and I don't know, and I don't know why the American auto industry has done this, but you know, the sedan industry, you know, there's enough police cruisers and, and state vehicles out there. You know that the for Crown Victoria would still be the number one. You know, one time it was the number one selling car. Well, right, they had ninety percent of the market when yeah. they quit making the Crown Vic. Yeah, they really had ninety percent of the market. So. You know, I don't understand why in the world you would go away from something that has been so reliable and so. I mean, see, I didn't believe it. Uh, my, my, in fact, it was my father-in-law's one that told me about it. He was looking for a new car, and and uh, he went to uh, he wanted a car. His wife was wanting a car, and, and they went out to Jimmy Smith and and. Uh, we were talking about one day, and he said, you know, they don't sell cars anymore. I said, do what? <laughs> he said, no. I said, you mean they just don't have any in? He said, no. He said, GM's not making any cars. They're making SUVs. But he said, as far as, like, cars, he said, you know, we, they really like the Regal that we had before my wife uh, totaled it. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't her fault, though. Uh, and she's listening. I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, they... Uh, they don't, they, don't, they don't make that car. I said, oh, no, I don't believe that's right. She said, that's what the salesman told me. So I called out there. You know, I thought, oh, wait a minute, something ain't right about this. No. You know, it's all you know, SUVs and trucks. So I guess that's what everybody's driving. I think SUVs. they need to bring back the big old land barges like the old Ford LTD. Hey, I've, yeah. got, I've got a long hooded Lincoln myself. I got oh, really? a, I got a Lincoln Continent hail car. You have to go to the airport turn around, don't you? Yeah, hey, I'm, my wife, you know, I think, you know, you talk about wives. I wonder if our wives listen to this show just to see what I we say. I not today. She's or, uh, or, or if we listen to the show to hear what we say, or do they really care about what we're talking about? I think they listen to it to try to keep us. Did you tell your wife you was going to radio day, did you? I didn't, but if she's listening, I love you. Well, 
I love mine too. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's what I, my, mine's probably listening. I mean, she's probably out there, you know, just to hear what I got to say today, you know, about two cents worth, because she's afraid I might say something bad, but oh. it's all good. Yeah. But, you know, the, I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that the only two cars Ford makes, they make like a little Edge electric car and a Mustang. I believe that's the only two audible, the only two sedans, they call them. That Forty makes. I really don't anymore. consider a Mustang a sedan. But I, that's what they consider. I think you know. I mean, that's a. You know, I mean, they. they you know, they've 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 alleviated the Mercury, the the town car. They don't make the, the Lincoln anymore, do they? They don't make. The only thing that makes a Lincoln SUV. That navigator. Okay. I need to go back to making the Pinto. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Gremlin. Gremlin. I need. I need, I need some of those less expensive vehicles. I got two drivers coming in the next <laughs> six months. Well, so. I will tell you from experience because I've had two of them been through it. You need lesser expensive insurance. Say, yeah. the, the, you know, the, the car's not the issue when you get sixteen <laughs> year old boys. You got you're like me, you got boys. It's not the it's not the car, it's the insurance. We gotta take a break. We'll do this, we're coming right back. This is Earl Pitts American. You know, Athens State University is a hub for higher learning for the brightest young minds in the state. And then there's me for everybody else. Class is in session. Weekday morning, 7.15 with Ken Fox on the greatest hits, the Big 1080. You order, they deliver. Your guests will love it. That's what happens when Jiffy Food Store number 2 on Highway 31 caters your next event. No event is too large or small, from a group of five to hundreds more. It all starts with bigger choices of better food and ingredients. Now, you know us for great sandwiches, chicken, wings, JoJo's, and our breakfast items. But we offer so much more. Salads, soups, fruit trays, veggie trays, desserts, and our famous Texas-style pulled pork. Jiffy Food Store number 2 has countless sandwich fixings that will ensure that your group's needs are met. Don't need a full catering service? Just call Jiffy Food Store number at 232-6339. Place your order in advance and they'll have it ready for pickup. Jiffy Food Store number two, Highway 31, a proud supporter of our community. The Greater Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC Radio urge you to shop, eat, and buy local. Local businesses support our community where you live, work, and play. When you shop, eat, and buy local, you help your local economy stay strong by creating jobs, improving local government services, schools, and recreation. Make Athens Limestone County a better community. Shop, eat, buy local. A message from the Greater Athens Limestone County Chamber of Commerce and WKAC. We keep Athens connected. For warehouse savings, shop Hometown Grocery. Hometown has fresh produce, name brand groceries, and the freshest meat. This week, save on Coca-Cola products, two-liter bottles, two for $3. Hunt's Spaghetti Sauce, 24-ounce can, selected varieties, 99 cents. Gain 2X Liquid Laundry Detergent, 46-ounce, selected varieties, $4.99. And Family Pack USDA Inspected Large Fresh Chicken Drumstick, 79 cents a pound. For warehouse savings, shop Hometown Grocery with two locations in Athens to serve you. Hometown Grocery truly appreciates your business. Here's a safety tip from Athens Gas Department. Have you ever wondered what natural gas really is? Well, natural gas is simply a fuel. It's mostly made up of a flammable gas called methane. We use natural gas every day to heat and cook. Clean, dependable, and versatile. Natural gas is one of America's best energy sources. This natural gas safety tip has been brought to you by Athens Gas Department. Keeping the city of Athens informed. Your home is the place where you know your loved ones are secure. But the things that keep your home protected can't keep pests at bay. That's where RAID comes in. 
For 60 years, Raid scientists have worked to protect people around the world with trusted research, ingredients, testing standards, and product efficacy. Raid seeks to create a better future for all, especially the ones you love most. Raid, protection for all. You don't plan for a computer virus. You don't plan to lose files. You don't plan to knock your laptop off the counter. And you don't plan for your PC to crash or your screen to freeze. But Staples has a plan. A plan for unlimited virus protection. A plan for help when you need it 24-7. Staples Total Support Plans are your tech plans for the unplanned, starting as low as $199.99. And although you didn't plan for this, right now at Staples you can also get $250 off select computers. N729 in-store only. See associate for details. All right, we're back. At, uh, Boy, we've had Fox Daddy. He's getting, he's getting us, he's, he's getting us going over here, Eddie. Well, never mind. I think, I think Fox. I think you'd be better off just not. <laughs> <laughs> just stay over here and be quiet in your corner, Kirk Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. Never well, mind. Well, I know we got a few minutes left here. Now, hey, I'm like always. I'm, I'm on. I'm going to make my closing statement a little early, let the sheriff talk a few moments here. But, I, you know, it's always thankful. I'm, it's honored to serve Limestone County. I'm thankful for what I do, thankful for the citizens of this community. Um, I, you know, and I tell the people a lot of times, you know, one of the most enjoyable things I do as county government is, is you know, like things like this show. I love doing this show, you know, because it, it is, this is this is Limestone County. This this here, you know, is great. It's a great venue. Um and anything we can ever do, you know, the commission's always here. But I'm going to let the sheriff finish up here. I want to thank him for coming in with me today. I asked him uh, last week, you know, to come in with me one day. And he he came in, and I hope he enjoys it. I hope he gets him a spot on the show or comes around doing it with me again. I mean, he's welcome back any time. Um, we'll we give him a quarter's worth. We're going to give him a quarter. It's our quarter's worth show today, uh, but it's uh, he is a uh, – he does an awesome job. He's real good to work with. Um, we've got a this county like Kirk from Leviator, there is growing leaps and bounds. You know, and you know a lot of the things that you know these you know like body cameras and all this, and a lot of the things that we do is paid for through grant programs. We have a great grant program. Um, have a great grant writer, and we've had an in-house attorney now. And uh, I know the sheriff and him. They're always and Michelle. She helps a lot of things. You know, over the years, um, she's worked with him some now. It's a, uh, it's great. You know to get all these things for the county and, and as you know as we grow the revenues grow houses grow but you know the county is growing there's no ifs ands or buts about it but i'm uh, assuming that, that, that you know, subdivisions and all are still being built and they are and, and everywhere um, and as the county you know in a lot of years you know the county really struggled for several years you know through that growth pain time but we're kind of getting on top of things now and things are getting in the better side and uh like I said, I want to give the sheriff a couple of minutes to anything he got to say, but it is, it's really, um, it, we're, we're, we're living in a good, we, we, we're in blessed community where the thing is good. And like you said, I, I don't think of no better place I'd want to be than right here. And so I think it's, we, and we work every day, me and the sheriff and all the commissioners and every elected official, we work every day to make Limestone County a better place to live, work and play, and more importantly, raise a family. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. Thank y'all for allowing me to come out. Anytime, I'd, I'd be glad to come out and speak to y'all. So, Chairman, I appreciate the invite. And I know, Kirk, you've invited me in the past, and things are starting to, I don't want to say slow down, but it's falling into place a little more. So hopefully, I'll have more time to do these kind of things. But I'll, you know, well, you know, it's hard for us to kind of judge, you know, whether or not 
you or well anybody really uh, except for Colin. We know he don't do much all the time, so <laughs> we can get we can get him up here about any time. But the sheriff usually is is is, is a busy person, so I don't want to you know. It is busy, and you know I, I didn't know what to expect when I was put into this position. I think it's the first time I've been since I've been elected, um, and I'm thankful for the opportunity the citizens of Limestone County have given me. But like uh, the chairman said, you know the county is growing rapidly, and I'm so thankful because I feel like we have the best people in place. I know we've got godly leadership, and that speaks a ton. And just working with them and working through, it's not always easy, but we're always backing each other, we're always taking each other, our care of each other, and just working to address that growth. And we've got some things in place, and, and I'm excited about it, and I hope Limestone County is too. And, uh, you know, every day I wake up, I've, I've been excited to go to work. I love my job. I love coming out and serving my community to the best of my ability. I love uh, everything about it. I, like I said, I, I was scared to death when it happened. Didn't know how, have any idea what I was getting myself into. It wasn't something that I had been gunning for my whole career or anything like that. But I love my job, and I hope to be here for a long time. So. You know, I remember the first time you came up right after you were appointed. Appointed, yes, sir. And, uh, you know, you, you kind of had that. I could tell you, you, you. it was like, I'm not real sure that... I mean, I think I want. I really think I want to do this. I'm sure I do, but but at the same time, I'm not sure what I'm getting into. That's exactly right. And, and, <laughs> and of all the things that happen, I would tell you this: by far, my favorite thing that comes with this job, as far as public speaking, I love to talk to the schools, and I think the radio is the easiest thing for me to do. So, anytime y'all want me, you just put me down or something. We got comes we, up, we got a voice for radio but, yeah. and a face only mothers could love. <laughs> but uh, you know, I will say this before we get off here. You know what? I, I will say this by I always ask the sheriff's wife. You know how does how does she like being the sheriff's wife? I say, you know, my wife. You know, but it that's one thing about it. elected officials. You know, your family is the one that really takes the beat and the bang and the things up. And I know he goes through it. All of us go through it. Um, I, you know, I'm thankful every day that I've got a good wife that that, that puts Absolutely. up with all this. And I know he does too. And it's a uh, you know that's one of the thing about it. Your family is the one that really takes the blood of this, and they're the ones that go to school and hear the the conversations. What your dad done wrong and all, but I mean, I want to thank you know the good Lord that I've got good persons behind me there too. You got to have a good one behind you. That's right. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you. Both better three quarters. <laughs> yeah. Have a good week. From the Tennessee Valley. WKAC Athens. AP News. I'm Ed Donahue. Four people were shot and killed overnight on the 4th of July in Shreveport, Louisiana. No arrests have been made. Shreveport City Councilor Tabitha Taylor asked why. I don't know why you would come to an event that is a family event that has taken place for 10 plus years without incident and ruin this event for those who look to have nothing but a good time. Seven people were wounded in Shreveport. The man accused in a mass shooting in Philadelphia has been arraigned on murder and other charges. Kim Brady Carriker is accused of killing five people in a Philadelphia neighborhood. Ukraine and Russia are accusing each other of plotting to attack one of the world's largest nuclear plants. The Zaporizhia plant is located in southeastern Ukraine and occupied by Russian troops. Citing intelligence reports, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Moscow's troops had placed objects resembling 
high-quality explosives on the roof of several power units there. He said the objects could be used to simulate a false flag attack. In Russia, Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov adds Moscow is making every effort to counter a great threat of sabotage by Ukraine. Russia occupied the plant in the early stages of the war, and over the past year, both sides have repeatedly accused each other of shelling the facility. I'm Charles Dilatesma. Police in Hong Kong arrested four men they accused of providing financial support to people who fled overseas and are involved in activities endangering national security, escalating a high-profile crackdown on dissidents in the semi-autonomous Chinese city. A powerful summer storm lashed the Netherlands and parts of Germany, killing at least two people, blowing trees onto houses, and forcing one of Europe's busiest airports, Amsterdam Airport Schiphol, to cancel or delay hundreds of flights. This is AP News. I'm Seth Sutel, and this is Markets in a Minute. Wall Street is drifting Wednesday following a rally that had sent the market soaring 16% higher for the year so far. The S&P 500 was one-tenth of a percent lower in morning trading. The Dow fell 135 points. That's about four-tenths of a percent. The Nasdaq was little changed. Other markets around the world fell more sharply following the latest discouraging signal from China. Growth in China's services industry slowed by more than expected last month. The U.S. economy has remained stronger than many expected, despite a series of rate hikes from the Federal Reserve. Those hikes are meant to fight inflation by slowing down the economy. Later Wednesday, the Fed will offer more insights into its plans when it releases the minutes from its latest policy meeting three weeks ago. Seth Sutel, New York. Rapper, producer, and entrepreneur Sean Diddy Combs is asking the New York Supreme Court to enforce a 2021 agreement that requires spirits dealer Diageo to treat his tequila brand at least as favorably as its other tequila brands. I'm Ed Donahue, AP News. At Lowe's, we're always bringing pros more ways to save. Right now, save $100 when you buy the Flex 24-volt brushless impact driver kit for just $99. That's 50% off the original price. Plus, you'll also find Southwire Romex Simple 250-foot wire for just $109. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows pros. Valve through 720 while supplies last. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only 